Hello, and welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast. In today's episode, I will be going over the games played today, who I think wins, who I think loses. I'm going over some players that I really think are going under the radar right now, and also covering the standings and which teams I think will drop and which teams I think will rise. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast. Um, so to start off today, I will be going over the standings and uh, just talking about some teams I think will fall out of where they are now and uh, other teams I think will rise that are just kind of struggling right now. And so in the Western Conference, I'll start off with the Memphis Grizzlies. They currently are the sixth seed. They're nine and seven and they are seven and three in the last 10 games. So they've had four or five games postponed, which is why they're even at six right now. They have just played less games than everyone else. But they are playing good basketball. When you go 7-3 and three in your last 10 games, you deserve credit for that. They are playing good. They've had their fair share of injuries this year with John Morant, Jaron Jackson, among others. But um, they are playing some good basketball, but I just don't see them being even close to 6. If I had to take a, a guess here, um, I would probably say they're closer to 11-10 than, uh, than top 8 even. So I think the Grizzlies fall out of that spot as the season goes on. And then also sticking with the Western Conference, I think the Golden State Warriors, they're at ninth place right now, a game out of eighth. Um, they just lost to Boston yesterday, and I, I do not think the Warriors make it in to even the top 10 seeds this year. I think they fall out to 11 or 12. Um, I just really have not liked what I've seen from them as a team, like, you know, collectively. We all know what Curry's going to give. Um, Wiggins has really stepped it up here as of late. He's really been improving as the season has gone on. Oubre is still struggling a little bit, and then James Wiseman, the rookie, he's given them a few, you know, really good games, but he hasn't impressed me too much. Now, he is a rookie, so obviously, you you can't bash him too much, but him and Kevon Looney are kind of just sharing minutes now for the Warriors, and it's all because, you know, Steve Kerr is a really good, you know, he's a good coach, and he wants to win games, and as of right now, Wiseman is just not experienced enough to leave him in for, you know, big minutes and big stretches to win games for them. And so I think the Warriors, they're 11 and 10, 5 and 5 in their last 10 games. They're on a one game losing streak. I think they fall out of ninth place and go to about 11 or 12 um, as the season, you know, progresses through. And then going to the Eastern Conference, uh, the first team is the Atlanta Hawks. They are 10 and 10 on the season, and they are 5 and 5 in their last 10 games. Um, you know, at the sixth seed right now, you look at the teams in front of them Indiana, Boston. Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn, and Philadelphia. I think the Hawks can make it in the top eight, but it won't be six. It'll probably be eight or seven, most likely seven. They've had, you know, Bogdanovich has been hurt. Gallinari's been hurt. DeAndre Hunter was really, DeAndre Hunter's been playing phenomenal this year. He's now hurt. He's going to miss at least this one week. He's already missed two games for them. Um, So they've, you know, they've had a lot of injury concerns on their team. Um. And then someone that I really was excited about this year that has just not been performing to the level I thought he could be is uh, Cam Reddish from Duke, obviously second-year player. He had, you know, he kind of had an up-and-down rookie season, and so far this year it's been much of the same. Now, I can't completely put the blame on him as Atlanta has a very crowded front court and just they have so many forwards. I mean, Hunter, Gallinari, Bogdanovich, uh, you know, Kevin Herter. They've got John Collins, and then you add Cam Reddish to that mix, and it's like, okay, you know, he's a young dude, but where's he, where does he fit in? He's Now, with all the injuries they've had, he has been playing big minutes for them. He's playing about 28 minutes a night. 
but he just has not been performing in those minutes. And I do expect, you know, when all these guys are back, he's probably going to be the, the lone man out unless they do make a trade. Um, But I think Atlanta falls out of the where they are. They're at six right now. I think they go to about nine or eight uh, later on in the year. And then a team I think rises up is the New York Knicks. Uh, they are 11th right now. They started off the season like I think they were six and three, and they were like you know one of the top defenses. They're playing. They were playing some really good basketball. However, in the last ten games, they are uh, they're three and seven on a two game losing streak. And uh, you know the big player for them has been Julius Randle. He's been phenomenal this year. He's really stepped up as a playmaker. Um, he can be a little you know selfish at times. He really does not want to pass the ball unless he gets double teamed, which happens a lot. Um, but no, he, he, you know, he's improved as a playmaker. He can see the whole court. He can score, um, you know, rebounder. I would like him, I would like him to, uh, put in more effort on defense as you, you know, you just watch the games. He's kind of just lazy on defense, you know, lets his teammates kind of cover up for him getting beat, uh, multiple times. But I think the New York Knicks can make it in the top eight, um, definitely top 10, but I think, I think they rise up from where they are right now. Um, so, yeah, and now let's move on to some players I think that are really, you know, performing well right now that are kind of just not getting the recognition they need to. All right, so uh, the first player I'm going to talk about is Emmanuel Quickly for the New York Knicks. He was a rookie, drafted this season, obviously, uh, first round, pick 25. He's a point guard, um, and he's been just great this year for them. I mean, you know, Tom Thibodeau has been, you know, notorious for playing veteran players, heavy, heavy minutes during the season, and uh, rookies kind of just fall out of, you know, the rotation most times, but uh, so far this year, Quickly's been given, you know, good minutes um, in most of their games, you know, sometimes he plays under 20 minutes, other times he plays, you know, 35 minutes, but Quickly has just been phenomenal, I mean, he's averaging 12 points, uh, three rebounds, uh, three assists, and uh, almost a steal and a block a game, and he's on a really, just, he's on a really good stretch of games right now. His last five games have been 31 points, 10 points, 25 points, 25 points, and 16 points. And, uh, you know, he's been really good this year. I think he should be starting for them. Tom Thibodeau has been starting, you know, Bullock and Peyton, um, you know, over guys like Quickly. And I don't know why, you know, the Knicks have, you know, they have some good young talent. You know, Barrett really look like he's, you know, he can be, you know, a really good player in this league. I like Mitchell Robinson. And so, you know, you add someone like quickly to that mix and you see what he does when he gets minutes to play. Um, he's just, I mean, he's phenomenal. And so I don't know why he's not starting. I mean, Alfred Payton is a good defender, but other than that, I mean, quickly just better right now. And when he's on the floor, they look better as a team, in my opinion. And so I think quickly should be starting for them. And I think he will be starting by the end of the season, but that remains to be seen as of right now. Um, next player is De'Aaron Fox. Obviously, I am a Kings fan, so, uh, you know, I watch him very closely. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Someone I try to model my game after as well. Um, but he's in his uh, fourth year now, and he is just, I mean, words words can't even explain how good this dude is. He is not, he deserves so much respect and credibility for what he's doing and, uh, you know, how he's grown as a player. But so far this season, 23 points, three rebounds, seven assists, 1.5 steals and almost a block a game and where he's really taking a jump is just his overall just the game is now you know there's some players in the league you know when they get to the, you know the third year fourth year and you can just see the games just slowed down for them where they just you know they get it now they're just uh 
you know, they they understand the game of basketball now at the NBA level. And it you can see it when you watch, you know, the game and you watch De'Aaron play. It's click for him. You know, he's finally, you know, I mean, he's just, he should be an all-star this year. You know, I mean, I'll tell you his last five games. I mean, 22 points, 16 points, 24 points, 30 points, and then 40 points. Um, um, and then also he had a, on January 17th, a 43-point explosion against the Pelicans. Um, and he's just been, he's been great this year. Uh, he's ascending into that superstar category, in my opinion. One of the most underrated point guards and overall players in the league. Uh, yeah, he's been great for Sacramento. I just, I just love watching him play. And the last player is going to be Jared Vanderbilt for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, a lot of people probably don't know who Jared Vanderbilt is, but he's a third-year player. Drafted in drafted in the second round of the 2018 draft, 21 years old, six foot ten, small forward, power forward. Um, and we all know Minnesota's been really bad this year. Um, but he has been a player that I really do like, and uh, I think he can be a really good player in this league. And he, you know, he's only averaging seven points, six rebounds, two assists, one point five steals, and a block a game. But when he gets minutes and he gets the opportunity, he plays really, really well. Um, you know, Ryan Saunders is, I am not a fan of his. I don't think he can be an NBA coach. He is a young dude, obviously first coaching job, but I just don't believe in him as a coach. And, uh, you know, he, he elects to play guys like Ed Davis, Hernan Gomez, and other dudes above guys like Vanderbilt, who is still very young. And I think Vanderbilt should be their starting power forward. You just watch him play and, you know, he, you know, he's athletic. Um, he hustles, he plays hard. And so I, I really do think that Jared Vanderbilt, you just, you know, watch Minnesota, watch when he plays. You know, he's very, you know, energetic. You know, he rebounds, he can score. It's very, very, very athletic. And so I think, you know, Vanderbilt should be a player that, you know, people should be watching maybe a little bit closer, you know. And I think by the end of the season, he will be starting. I think him and Carl Anthony Towns going to be a really good front court for them. Um, But yeah. And then the last player, sorry, I said Vanderbilt will be the last player, but the last player is going to be Ben Simmons. Um, and Ben Simmons, it's been kind of a rough start this year in terms of just overall, you know, his play and most, uh, most importantly, his scoring. Now, he's never been a big scoring dude. His uh, highest season in scoring was only 16 points a game. We all know him as a triple-double threat. I think he's one of the top three, top, you know, top five defenders in the NBA. Um, but the Sixers have, you know, one of the best records in the NBA. And Simmons, these last five games, he's really turned it up. Uh, you know, it's 20 points, 12 points, 17 points, 12 points, and 21 points. And if they get an aggressive, if the Sixers get an aggressive Ben Simmons, and they get a healthy Joel Embiid, and they get a Seth Curry, and they get a Tobias Harris, who's playing really good right now, um, they can, they have a really good chance to win it all. But it all, just, it all just depends on if Ben Simmons, you know, is aggressive. Is he going to attack the paint? Is he going to make his free throws? And obviously the big thing with Ben Simmons is, okay, will he ever be able to shoot? And I think he will be. However, I think they're in no rush to get him to shoot because we all know he can't shoot right now. But I do think he will develop a jumper over time. And it's like, if he can shoot, you know, how do you guard him? You know, how do you guard someone that's six foot eleven that has handles, that can, uh, you know, that's quick, that's athletic, that's, a you know, and so, uh, yeah, I think if the Sixers get, you know, an aggressive Ben Simmons, um, they're going to be very, very tough to stop come playoff time. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me, guys, for today for the All Things Basketball podcast.
Um, thank you for, uh, you know, listening to this episode. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at dbailey.allthingsbasketball.